Hey guys, I'm Kalila Reynolds. You remember this place? VM Wealth Management. I was here last year to have a little chat with the CEO, Resworth Birchinson, who gave us an update on how things were going with the company. A lot has happened since then, so I'm back to have another chat with him. Hey! Hey, Kalila, how are you doing? Hi, Rez, I'm great. Nice seeing you again. Let's go have a chat and let's get this money. Sure, let's go. <laughs> All right, Rez, it's great to be back. Great to see you again. Welcome back, Khalila. How are you doing? I'm doing well. What's the past year been like for you? Um, very challenging. Yeah. But we had a fairly modest performance last year. But um, COVID was, did, did tax the business. Yeah, tell me about that, because I know, especially in the financial services sector, yeah. many of your peers have taken a hit. What was it like working at VM Wealth Management, Victoria Mutual Investments Limited during this tumultuous time? Sure. Well, having to lead this company. Sure. Well, first of all, I need to thank, thank the team because they never did recoil from the responsibility of serving the clients. So kudos to the team there. So obviously when it started, there was some anxiety, but I do believe that the management team gave, gave great leadership, also supported by the group um, HR team. Lots of leadership there, lots of handholding, uh, lots of seminars with the team regarding coping, etc. lots of safety issues, et cetera. But interestingly, the percentage of team members that were at work during COVID was 20%. Most of the team in office. In office, most of the team actually work from home, and that was because we were ready. We were very prepared for COVID in terms of the technology, the laptops, the the communication devices, um, the processes, just to allow our clients. You mean even before the pandemic hit, you already had that in place. We saw what was coming um, based on the foresight um, of the group. And those things were in place. So when COVID hit, apart from some teething pains initially, we all, you know, eighty percent of our team members were able to work from home. That was that was in preparation for you know, just a broader move towards technology, or you saw what was coming since China, since Wuhan, China, and the progress that it made through Europe no, and so on. So we didn't expect um, the lockdown as. As, as, as we experienced, right. but there's a broader technology thrust within the group. Started from actually 2018 when we changed our, our main communication platform. Um, just to be able to, uh, because how we see it is that team members are more productive when they're working from home. That's, that's one view. So we were prepared. So when, when COVID um, did hit, all we had to do was um, to procure some additional um, laptops and communication devices. Mm -hmm. And what is the percentage working in office now? Um, no, I would say it's up to about 50%. Mm -hmm. um, I'd love for persons to go back to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> you personally prefer officer, yeah? No, no, no. I, I love coming. I love coming to work. I have, during COVID, I've worked from home twice, uh, three times. The first day, there's too much noise and my kids kind of hanging yeah. up and down. I said, no, 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 I'm, I'm gone. So I, I get to work and, I, and I'm here. Yeah. And, and I, I love the fact that I have the office all to myself on my floor. Mm -hmm. We used to have about 40 people um, at the highest of COVID. There were only three people there. So I, I was very productive um, during those times. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the company performance because mm -hmm. you did mention, you know, and we have looked at the, the revenue for the company. How did Vmail fare over these past 12 months, your your report is recently out. Yeah, so we recently submitted the our results to the Jamaica Stock Exchange um, and to our 
and to our investors. Um, a, credit, credit, a modest performance of, of the business in terms of revenue growth and revenue growth. Um, and revenue growth was, was very challenging because a lot of our key business lines were directly impacted by COVID. Um, one example is our capital markets unit. And a capital markets unit is a unit where you know, persons go public, there is debt, there is equity. Right. And during COVID, what we found is that you know, a lot of persons kind of went to the sideline trying to understand how they could fare during COVID. Um, I, and I get back to that late, later in, in the conversation. Um, so certainly some impact there on the, on the revenue side. On the financial performance, I think we're down 20 plus percent, um, which is fair um, based on the environment. However, what we did during the year, though, is that we put in a number of projects, initiatives to make the business a lot stronger um, going forward. Tell me about those. Sure. So let's talk about those. And I, and I went, um, I, I was very diligent when the JC release was going out to ensure that those were named in the JC release. Because when you look at a, at a company, it's not only about the financial performance, but what are the things that you're putting in place? Um, to build a much more resilient and competitive business um, for the future. So one was that we launched our client management portal. Um, so that's a portal that will allow, allow our clients um, to go on, um, effect transactions, um, get their statements, um, and view their balances. So that's online. One. Online, online, online. Uh, and it's the first of, of our digitalization um, projects um, that we have launched. I mean, we have another one coming but it's likely to land in 2021. So that was, that was the first one um, that was launched. Last year also, what we said was that our footprint wasn't what it needed to be to propel the brand and to touch more Jamaicans. Um, we're in some towns, but we believe that we could do a lot more. So what did we do? We said, let's add additional branches in four additional towns. So we, we did, we did Savlamar, um, we did UTEC, um, Ligourney, um, and Duke Street. So you're in expansion mode. We, well, we, we were in expansion mode um, for last year. And in a couple days time, in short order, we're actually gonna launch in half a tree. And we, we'll conclude that project and move to other things. So uh, how many branches do you have now? 10. So we have 10, 10 branches across the island. And why is it important? Because oftentimes financial institutions only say that Kingston or Montego Bay mm -hmm. are the, you know, is, is where persons that need financial advice reside. And that is not the case. I mean, we have persons who need financial advice in Santa Cruz, mm -hmm. in Savlamar, in Mandeville. In, so, That's true. So, you know, our objective is to have a location and to be able to talk and touch those persons. So one conversation that we had in the, in the midst of COVID was, should we discontinue our expansion and, and go digital to mm -hmm. touch our clients? We said, you know, perhaps in, in a few years, we'll have that conversation. But I do believe that persons, when they talk about investment, want to eyeball a person, have a conversation. And we also need to be impactful in the community. So we right. need to understand you know, where it is that persons in, in Savlamar reside that, that want investment advice, we need, to, we need to be integral in the community council, the churches, etc. just to, I wanna use, use the word, spread the gospel um, of financial independence. Um, because too many persons- You can use it. I always tell people ever since I started learning this stuff, I feel yeah. like, go tell it on the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> like, we need to spread the word. No, we need to, I, seriously, too many Jamaicans are, are in a situation because 
they have been exposed right. to equities, bonds, repos, and so they're, they're not maximizing um, the true potential of the hard-earned dollars. The, the, they're not. The options that we grew up with are mattress or savings account, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, <laughs> one or the other. Sure, sure, sure. We didn't know about all these various options. And you're right, there is something still to say about that face-to-face -face interaction. In addition, you also have to take into account the rural areas where digital connection is, Wi-Fi isn't as prolific, uh, proficient as it is here. Agreed, yeah. agreed, agreed. So absolutely. So you mentioned that the revenue was up because you'd taken some measures, but net profit was down. Mm -hmm. And that's natural. We can understand why. Understood. Uh, you started going through some other things that you have done to, to make that, you know, to improve upon that. Uh, continue. Tell me some more. Sure. Um, two very exciting pro um, products launched last year. One is a product we call our, for Unitrust. It's a goal maximizer. So you might ask, well, where's, you know, why this product? I think last year when I interviewed you, it was coming. It was coming. So it is here. It is nice. here. Landed, landed, brand spankling new, um, ready for investors to, um, to come and invest. This product that we're launching is for parents to start to save to send their kids to college, primarily. Mm. So it's targeted at that space. Too many persons have kids at school, whether in primary school or prep school, and they get to high school, and when they get to university, that cost mm -hmm. seems prohibitive. So we're saying, you know, if, 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 you're, if you're a parent looking for that spend in, in whatever number of years you want to start to prepare from now, and to start to make those contributions um, every month, or, or those in investments every month, routinely with some discipline, to ensure that at a future state that you are there. And we'll guide you through all that process. So, for example, we know the cost of university education for all the, all, all, all the various um, faculties. And we can say, you know, you can make a guess, mm -hmm. you know, how, how much you need to start saving from now right. to do that. And actually, in the state, that's a, that's a big business. And in, in conversation that parents have, you know, on a, on a weekly basis, that, you know, persons are concerned, you know, how am, I, am I saving enough to send my, my child to college? So we're having the same, we're trying to, infuse that conversation in Jamaica, that you must start to say, well, am I saving enough to send my kids off to, uni to, to university? Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't mean that you can't save and send them to overseas, but we can reference the, the cost local of lo prices. local universities. Mm -hmm. That's the first product. The second product that we launched was our international equity trading platform. So why is that a big deal for me? On occasion, just like 2020, you saw the Jamaica Stock Exchange Index lose about 20% of value. So if you're solely in Jamaican, in Jamaican equities, and there's nothing wrong, you know, we're all Jamaican, we support the, the, the Jamaican equity market. I think it was down 30% last March. Correct, right? So we're saying, what would have happened if you weren't exposed to another market? You'd have sat, down, sat, sat there waiting for a rebound, right? With our international equity trading platform, you saw the activity on the US market last year. It was on a tear. Mm -hmm. We're simply saying to investors, when yeah. these things happen, Airbnb, IPO, uh, Snowflake, Palantir, DoorDash, I think was out last year. So many, you know, you know, Amazon. Uh, so there, there are various themes emerging on those Tesla markets. Tesla went all the way up. It's so then it had the GameStop so drama. There was a lot going on. So, there's so many themes. What we're saying to investors is that obviously you want to play the, you want to invest in the Jamaican market, but you also want to start to allocate a portion of investments towards 
more developed markets. Mm. And why is that important? In 2020, the traditional sector in the United States, those, those traditional stocks did nothing. Some of them even fell. But you had themes emerging, right? Cloud computing, cloud computing, e-commerce, you know, you know, electronic vehicles. Mm -hmm. Those are the stocks that did well in 2020 in the United States. Not much, you don't see those themes emerging much in the Jamaican space per se. So we're saying to investors, you want to, you want, you want to invest in both markets, both markets, if you understand them well, if you take the time to understand them, do your research, can serve you well um, for your investment goals. So how does that platform work? If I'm on VML or VM, which one? Which one VMWell. VMWell. Sure. VMWell's uh, equity, international equity trading mm -hmm. platform. Is it something I can do online? Self-serve. 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 You, we set you up, we onboard you, and then you do what you need to do. You buy, you sell, etc., etc., etc. So, mm. and you found in and you found out. So it's fully self-serve. So we actually love the fact that it, that it, it, it of the construct because then you're not actually coming through the office. Mm -hmm. You know, when you see an activity um, or you start, take or start that you like on your own. You're going to capitalize on saying. But of course, you also have the option of consulting with your advisor. Of course, of course, to. of course. And, and of course, we give research on, on many other companies in, in the United States. Yes, because you have that newsletter that goes out. Uh -huh, uh -huh. A very informative newsletter. Exactly, exactly. Wonderful. I, I love this because, especially when you had the whole GameStop situation, there was a lot of interest in investing in overseas markets. And people were, you know, looking at the Robinhood app and then realizing, oh, but I have to be a U.S. citizen to sign Understood. up for Robinhood and for most of those Understood. platforms. Understood. So you can do that through VMWell. Correct, 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 correct. Awesome. All right. So we've gone through the platform. Mm -hmm. We've gone through... Uh, products. Yes, the products. Gone through distribution. Distribution. I want, to touch on, I want to touch on two more themes. Okay. I want to touch on custom experience. So obviously, custom experience is very important, very important for it, especially in financial services. So coming out of an initiative that was launched in about 2018, we are we actually track what we call the Net Promoter Score. Um, it's a, it's, and it's a scoring which gives us an ability or a gauge in terms of how well customers are likely to recommend us to, um, to their colleagues. And obviously, a high score means we're doing well, and a bad score means that we need to improve. So there was significant improvement in our, in our Net Promoter Score last year. Not where we'd like it to be, um, but certainly we're ranking among the best in financial services internationally. But we believe, based on the role that we play, that there is certainly room for improvement in our Net Promoter Score. So it, it, it's been on a northward trajectory, and obviously the, the objective of the management team is to continue to kind of push it to um, higher and higher standards. So that's a net promoter score. And then lastly, and, and something that I'm very proud of, is employee engagement. So during last year, obviously, our team members face a lot of challenges. Again, we track employee engagement in the business. Um, during 2020, we moved from a score which was fairly, fairly average to a score, and I can't, I can't tell the score just yet until I release the annual report, which is above local and international standards. Above? Above local and international standards, tracking employee engagement. Um, that's because, obviously, the management team spent quite a bit of time in 2020 ensuring that our team members um, were aligned to, to all the major drivers um, 
Office Engagement Index. Oh, so it, says, it says a lot about you too. You seem to be a, a popular guy around around the office. No, no, no. It's all about the management team. It's one team. It's not, it's not, re, it's not the Regis team. It's one team. So kudos to the management team. Okay, the team kudos, is popular kudos, around the office. Kudos to the management team for the effort that they made towards ensuring that they, you know, all these things that we did in 2020 that they, they, that they were accomplished. So you might not have seen it in the financial um, performance, but what you're seeing, if you understand companies, that you're seeing we're building a much stronger business, a much more competitive business, and a much more resilient business um, for the future. So tell me about, on that note, 2021 and beyond. What are the plans for this year and beyond? Okay, no problem. So... You saw oh, one more thing. I don't know how I forgot it. Last year we launched in Jamaica, Carolyn. So you remember two years ago we bought Carolyn. It's a Barbados fintech play, um, and they're operating in, in in Barbados. And we said, well, obviously the next step must be Jamaica, and we're going to another Caribbean island. Mm -hmm. So last year we obviously launched Carolyn. I've done some work for Carolyn. So ah, budgeting. We have another one coming up soon. <laughs> Great, great stuff, great stuff. So we're very excited about the role that Carolyn can play in the space. Um, we also have many initiatives um, that we're executing on for 2021 and beyond. One is overseas expansion. So, you know, how do we, much like what we did across the various towns in Jamaica, expand our footprint to somewhere in the Caribbean? Mm -hmm. Will it be Trinidad? Will it be Barbados? Will it be Guyana? We don't know just yet, but we're certainly um, looking in that space. Um, and obviously, we want to continue to build on our customer experience framework. I mean, as you said before, customer experience is fundamental in this business. Um, so, in as much as we've we've attained um, decent standards, we want to continue to drive customer experience. Mm -hmm. The train of staff members very very important, especially in financial services. We want to ensure that our team members have robust conversations with our clients. So, lots of training there. Um, so, many initiatives that will continue to you know, inform our clients and our shareholders to our, to our quarter releases. But I'm very excited about, about the direction of the organization. Mm -hmm, absolutely. So Caribbean expansion is on your radar. What about the diaspora market? Aha. So the diaspora is actually one of the initiatives that we have for 2021. And we, why do I say that? A couple of years ago, I don't remember the exact year, we, VMIL, VMworld, in conjunction with the JCU, went on a tour of the diaspora. And there's so many Jamaicans overseas who want to invest in Jamaica. I know. Absolutely. So many. So, so, so we're putting a framework now. About, it's actually in. We now need to execute on that framework about, you know, in as much as we're touching the Jamaicans here, to also touch and onboard the Jamaicans that reside overseas. 2.8 here, 2.8 overseas. So we believe that there's obviously growth in the space mm -hmm. um, to expand our footprint and to onboard additional clients. Well, thank you so much, Rez. You've given us a wealth of information to think about, and we look forward to 2021 and beyond. Thank you very much, Kalila. Thanks for having me, and uh, welcome back. So, if you heard anything that piqued your interest, email wealthinfo at myvmgroup.com to learn more and to subscribe to their newsletter. I'm Kalila Reynolds. Let's get this money. Let's get this money. <laughs> <laughs>